Hello? 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 This is the Vancouver Commercial with a state podcast. And welcome back to the Vancouver Commercial Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Wright. And sitting in again with me is my special co-host, Nathan Armour. Nathan, how are you doing today? Feeling great. Happy to be here. So Adam just got up and left where he is. I don't know. I got a text. Matt's still dealing with the mosquitoes over, over in Manitoba for, for what some reason. I, I, I don't have answers for that. So I've got you today. Don't sound too excited. Oh, I, I'm thrilled. Okay, I'm good. thrilled. That's, that's two episodes in a row. And I think... I don't want to say this too loud about Matt and Adam, but you mean the tremendous feedback we got for you helping guest host when we had Imad there from the Global Group on. No one's given me any good feedback about Matt and Adam yet. I paid them. Yeah, well, so well, Matt and Adam pay me. That's why I have to sort of listen to what they do. <laughs> I hear their names every every other show. So yeah, no, that's good. So what's uh, what's on the docket? What's what's going on in the commercial world? Commercial world, like we uh, were talking about a little bit earlier, is kind of a. Had a little bit of a, a slowdown just with regards to everybody trying to get on vacation as the restrictions are slowly being lifted. So people have kind of took their their business and their investments on the side a little bit, but there's still work to be done. Everyone's watching the Olympics. Five medals all by women for Team Canada. I know, that's amazing. And, and for, for those who don't know, two of our guys in our Victoria office, Harry Jones and Connor Braid, are actually in the Olympics right now representing Canada on the men's rugby sevens program. And uh, I know, I know. Talking to some guys in the company, they've been getting up quite early in the morning to catch their games. Oh yeah, I saw some of the highlights on TV. I can only say this because they're in Tokyo and they cannot physically get to me at this point. They look a lot scarier on TV than they do in person. I was gonna say the same thing. It's like uh, I think it's the camera adds ten pounds or something along those lines. I don't, I don't know. Like, like Connor's such a nice guy, and then you watch him out there running through people like a bull, and I'm like, that's not the guy I know. No, he dumped somebody yesterday. It was incredible. Oh, geez, to watch. I know, I know. It's. Uh, I mean, they're a lot, a lot scarier on TV, but I can tell you they're really good guys in person. I got an email from one of them the other day. It had Olympian broker in their signature line. I was like, I don't even know if that's legal anymore. How do you compete with that? You can't. I think we just got to turn the keys over to them at this point. No, they're good stuff. So anything exciting on the weekend? I'm, I'm asking you a rhetorical question at this point, I think. Uh, yeah, I got something to brag about. We had our annual William Wright retreat in Whistler where all the offices come together. And uh, we're, it's kind of a pent-up demand because we missed out on 2020. Well, I, I can I can say Monday this past Monday, the offices were very, very limited. I think when I was in the office, I might have saw one or two people. So it's uh, well, you didn't come to the New West office. We were there at seven in the morning, ready to go. That's that's the answer I'm looking for. That's the answer I'm looking for. Work hard, uh, play hard. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, so yeah. So we, for, we had we had our gathering up there. We had probably forty plus people partake this time. We had golf. We had everything. It turned out really, really good. Weather was phenomenal. The Western Hotel always treats us. So good, but now reality kicks back in, and we got to get uh, we got to get going here. I kind of wish I did the spa, to be honest. That, yeah. that five hours on the golf course with the sun there, and I think they did the right choice. Yeah, I think I think the people who picked the spa were the smarter of the people. I remember I remember struggling to get on the golf course, thinking, "What am I doing?" Well, why do we do the ten a.m. tea time? Like we couldn't have got anything later, right? Eh? Uh, well, I, I think it was just cheaper that time of day. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get to our guest today, who do we have on today, Nate? We got Drew Ratcliffe from uh, Anco. The New experience to the shared office space. Yeah, it's just like it's like shared office, but like from a luxury standpoint. I think I make a comment during the interview that uh, 
I mean, I'd like to just just move in. Well, think about it. They got they got a wellness center. They got a restaurant. Yeah, gym facilities. It's almost, you know, I was telling us about fifteen hundred dollars per head. It's almost cheaper to go there than it is to sort of rent a one bedroom in Den downtown. And you don't, you don't get a chef. <laughs> it's going to be a really good episode, though. He's got a lot to unpack for us. And before we get to our episode, our show is always sponsored by our friends over at Impact Commercial Group, with over fifty years of lending experience for all your commercial lending needs. Visit them at impactcommercial.ca. Without further ado, we'll get to our interview with Drew. Enjoy, guys. Take care. All right, guys, we're here with our interview today with Drew Ratcliffe, who is the president of the Armpeg Group of Companies. Drew, how are you doing today? I'm uh, doing really well, Corey. How are you? Great. Thanks so much for joining yes. us. Sorry, for our guests who don't know much about you, can you tell us more about yourself and then maybe a little bit more about the Armpeg Group? Yeah, I can probably do that. Uh, try to fly under the radar. So my uh, title as president is, has morphed over you know, 15 years of involvement with the RPA Group. Um, we're a, a family-owned uh, and run company based in Vancouver. Uh, I'm third generation. So, you know, my grandfather started the company really with an eye on uh, coastal real estate and, and what was going on in the market uh, in the 50s and, and 60s. You know, if you'd asked me 20-odd years ago when I was immersed in entrepreneurship and, and my own businesses and, and healthcare, if you had asked me if I'd ever see myself working for the family business, I would have said uh, it's probably not going to happen. But you know, things change, and and uh, as it turned out, it you know the the day to day has has always been somewhat fluid. And and if I really look back at it, boy, I you know everything from baling hay when I was three years old to cleaning toilets and cutting grass. Wow! Right up to today. So, so that's a little bit about me. I mean, I uh, you know I love what I do, and and the RPA Group. You know, we've been on this sort of furious growth pace for the last five years. You know, we successfully bucked the family business trend and moved into the third generation and our fourth generation is uh nipping at our heels. <laughs> Thirty five people and, and counting in that generation. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. Lots of shoes to fill. So t- today we wanted to have you on because you guys have this amazing new exciting concept called Anco. And you I mean we're always looking for sort of cutting edge next type of thing that's coming to Vancouver. Can you maybe sort of you know unpack what this ANCO is and maybe break it down a little bit for our listeners, what it is and who your target is and what it'll be offering? Yeah, I sure can. ANCO is a, a standalone brand within our group. So really, simply put, it's a hospitality offering full stop. So, you know, our commercial real estate portfolio runs the gamut of, of multifamily rentals and office and, and retail. On the office side, um, you know, we recognized early both as users of space and, and you know, leasing and, and landlording, if you will. We recognized a shift, call it 10 years ago. And so ANCO is the organic development of those experiences that we've had where we're down in Cole Harbor, you know, we're steps away from Stanley Park and really, you know, what makes Vancouver special in terms of, you know, the rest of the world that wants to come here now. And so we've got this great location and, and we realized that, the market has changed and, you know, shared boutique office uh, is something we wanted to deliver. So Anco is exactly that. It's, it's again, it's a hospitality offering that ultimately is, you know, hardwired to deliver a, an experience to the member companies who really believe and support their people 
as their most most valuable assets, right? So, I mean, it sounds cliche, and I think Corey, we've you know this this pandemic thing has has certainly taught us this, uh, and I think it's just accelerated it from my point of view. Where look, right now, people are as important as they ever have been. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, totally. Can't agree so, on that. so we hear it, and I'm sure you hear it in, with your guests, and I'm sure you see it in, in your own team, right? It's boy, attracting and retaining great talent. It's hard. Yeah, for and, sure. You know, in the office-centric uh, days of of yesteryear, if you will, archaic. You know, you have to show up. You have to be here at this such and such a time and be in this location. COVID has just, you know, rapidly accelerated what some of us were already trying to do pre-COVID. Yep. To the point now where, look, and I think it's a great thing. You know, employees, staff, teams. You know, there's a massive power shift. Yep. Right. Yep. So, so we're still having these conversations and I, I think the story, you know, obviously is far from being complete and or written where, you know, lots of models out there, a lot of people scratching their head and ultimately all of that, you know, for us at Anco comes down to, we have to deliver to our team yeah. and our staff. And, and by that, Anco aims to deliver flexibility and choice in that personalized space. So when you say it's a hospitality offering, you've provided us with this amazing deck that I think I wish our, our listeners could see it, is mm. a WeWork kind of geared towards the hospitality industry? Is that kind of the target market or who's the target that Anco is looking to sort of come occupy these spaces? Yeah. So, you know, again, I think that just to touch on the hospitality piece, the reality is, and, and I know, you know, Corey, you're in the industry and, and you probably see the same thing, but, you know, space as a service. Yeah, is is where we got to go. Yeah, you know that's that's what this is this has become. And and you know I'm a big believer that anybody that says otherwise, you know, is is probably due for a reckoning. This is definitely a pivotal shift for us. This COVID thing, and I think, like I said, it's accelerated it. But our target market. So the Anco offering is, you know, when we look back at our own experience, or we looked at the offerings in the marketplace. You know, the the arbitrage that you know, was tried. And I think most of the record now will show it failed where, you know, you had, you know, an operator take some space and charge a premium to, to tenants. And on that basis, it was short term and it was, you know, rent a desk, if you will. So the ANCO yeah. model for us is work 2.0 or work 3.0, where our offering is 95% private offices. So what, what we are all about is saying to those small, medium-sized businesses that, you know, the open floor concept and, and coming and going on rented desks with who knows who's behind, beside you or, or around you and in your space, that doesn't work for everybody. So, you know, there's this, there's a gap there that says, well, wait a second, a company like ours with RPEG, let's say as our parent company, you know, we, we always, we will need to have an office in Vancouver. We need four walls around us, but our team needs much more than that. Right, we need something that delivers more than just space. We need the kinds of amenities and service that not only allow my team to be, you know, come to work and be the best they can be, but it's it's really this, you know, Anco standing up for this extension of of wellness in the workplace. So, so who we're attracting really simply, Corey, would be companies that ultimately put their people first yeah. and understand that that means the office of today, as far as I'm concerned, is, is another tool in your HR playbook. 
Yeah, no, and I think I think obviously in our industry we're very bullish on the office market coming back, and I think when we go back through, you I mean through other other you know worldly events such as like nine eleven and all that stuff. I mean we heard a lot of things said that you know this market was going to die, and and it didn't. Yeah. So I think you know, I mean people are going to come back, and during the pandemic, I think a lot of landlords probably in the downtown marketplace saw that tenants were were still paying their rents and they were renewing their rents because yeah. that that tenant's going to be there. So potential tenants of Anco, what is Anco offering over and above the space? Because I know in your deck there, you guys have everything from looks like hospitality chefs, probably kitchens to workout facilities. Like what what can the what can these tenants expect to get in Anco versus them just going to either say like a WeWork as in maybe a, a not the best example, but just from a listener standpoint, or even to like a private office and just another office building. What is Anco offering over and above just that basic office experience? Gotcha. So when I hear the other examples, yeah. you know, I think workspace and I, and I get it. It, it, you know, it's, it's really easy, right. To throw a tagline or, or something out there in social media or your content marketing, whatever else it says, you're all about community. You, you can't just, you know, fabricate that. Right. So, so Anco is more than a workspace, right. If I haven't already made that point abundantly clear, we're that a tailored shared office solution. You know, so we're in a, a class A office space, full hospitality. So let me describe a perfect day, if you will. Yeah, right? please. So, so my perfect day, right? I go to the office. I like to work out. So I, I work out in the morning. Pre-COVID or, or post-COVID, this is one of the things that has, has kept us, you know, getting decent sleep through this pandemic, is that it all still applies. My perfect day is, look, I, I've, I've got to come into the office. I've got meetings. I've got interviews. I've got client meetings, whatever else it is. I'm going to show up at five o'clock and I want to work out. I want to work out in a space that I don't feel is overcrowded. And, you know, I have to, you know, think, or I have to engage with people. I just want to get in and work out. So we've got a small boutique space on the ground floor. Trainers are available. I like to work out by myself. So I'll jump on some of the, you know, the equipment, which again, would obviously be class A and first class equipment. I'm going to jump on, I'm going to work out. Now I'm going to grab a smoothie which again, you know, right next door to the, to the gym is a new restaurant that we're launching as part of Anco called Knox. And I'm, maybe I'm going to have a smoothie, right? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to head on, I'm going to shower. I'm not going to shower in a, you know, a retrofitted afterthought, you know, shower stall that someone's thrown into the office. Again, I'm going to go to our end of trip. You know, our, our shower facilities are designed for exactly this kind of workflow. I'll shower and then I'll head up to my office and my route to my office, you know, I've got interconnected stairs here at Anco. So I've never been a fan of elevators. So I'll take the the stairs along the way. I'll probably meet and greet, right. I'll engage. Maybe Corey is coming in, you know, we'll, we'll talk about, you know, either what's going on in our personal lives or, or what's going on in our business lives and how we want to work together and what we're going to do. Eventually I get to my office on the fourth floor and then I'm set up for how I need to work best. So, you know, full disclosure, I'm a, you know, if you ask me, Corey, I'd say I'm an introvert and I really need to focus to get, you know, my best work done. An open floor concept doesn't really resonate with me in that way, but our office is enclosed. So all the private offices in Anco, again, we've all got our own office space. Ours is, again, it's open concept once I'm in the office and I'll sit down and I'll meet with my team. So for me, that looks like, you know, I'll meet with my controller, maybe my ops manager, maybe one of the VPs, and we'll discuss what's going on for the day. When I need to do my own time, my own thing, if you will, 
I'll probably, I'll leave the office and I'll walk, you know, on the floor, staying on the, on the floor where my office is. I'll walk down the hall and jump in, you know, a soundproof phone booth, which I can close the door and I can get two hours of work done without any distractions. Now, maybe you're coming in and we're doing an interview and I'm interviewing you on your podcast. And so uh, in the afternoon, I'll book our, our content creation room, which Corey, I, you know, it's going to be open to you whenever you need, because I know that technology is, is always a headache. I have an iPhone too. So you kind of have an idea of the level of technology I have. I can't, I can't trade it in because I don't know what my Apple password is. So I'm just stuck with it. But even like our experience with the podcast, right? I mean, after 18 or 16 months of this pandemic of Zoom meetings and all the rest of it, I'm sure like you, come on, there's still some frustrating IT points out there. Oh, for sure. For sure. Because we haven't really hardwired, we haven't, we weren't really ready for this. So at Anco, we've already been, like we've been marinating in this experience of COVID. So our content creation room allows me to have Corey come down at three o'clock and you and I can do an interview in that space. Perhaps let's say it's four o'clock in the afternoon you and I want to head downstairs and have a, you know, a light dinner together, glass of wine and carry on the day as it would be. And, and then I'll, you know, tuck down to my car and head home. So the idea being that, you know, that's just one example of what a perfect day looks like. If I look at my team, you know, in the space, I've got some that, you know, they need to be at their desk for longer parts of the day. And that's where they're, they're doing their best work. I've got others who, you know, really are looking at the space and going, geez, I've already figured out which quiet corner of the space I'm going to tuck away and get work done. Hey, Drew, quick question for you. What kind of footprint has Anco absorbed? Like how many floors are you guys taking over and, and where does... We've, uh, we've, taken, we've taken over four floors, which is about, call it 40,000 feet. Okay. And so how many offices? Because you says there's four walls for everybody. How many offices are in there? Yep. We've got a combination of from, from four to 16 person offices, and there are 19 of those. And what is the process of somebody trying to get involved in Enco? Would they just reach out to, do you guys have a sales team or how does somebody get information? Yeah. Yeah. So our, our director of sales is brilliant and, you know, she's easy to get a hold of, obviously, on the web at anco.ca. You know, the first step would be you're like a lot of people right now and the calls that we're getting, it's people are still scratching their head, right? Mm -hmm. So they're still looking at, you know, I I don't have a crystal ball. Who knows what September's bringing, what October, November, you know, our typical cold and flu season on top of variant. I mean, obviously hoping for the best, but, you know, those calls that are coming in now, you know, people want to book book a tour and book and come down and see the space. I think that's really a critical path because what we're launching, Corey, really, there's nothing like this in Vancouver. And so, you know, I love the opportunity to come on your podcast here because just like you said earlier at the intro, you know, we're taught, you like to talk about innovation and, and future thinking. I mean, this is something if you're akin to like the Soho House, Neuhaus, the office group in London, you know, it's, it's so much more than a co-working space in that it's really a you know, four floors of a community that offers something to every single one of our members and their teams therein without being, you know, this overreaching, you know, crammed in over, you know, packed floor plate that becomes, you know, more cumbersome and certainly because of COVID more problems. You mentioned there about some stuff, sort of other, you know, maybe similar type 
operations throughout maybe New York or London there. But, you know, that led me to my next question is what's the inspiration behind this? Where, where are you drawing inspiration to create this and where do you see it going in the future? Is this the first of more ANCOs to come or is this kind of a one-off uh, Vancouver idea? Where, where did it come from? Where's it going? So the first part of that question is easy, but where it came from was really organically. So we've, this site down in, in Cool Harbor, we've owned for 30 odd years and and we and our head office was in, in the space previously. So so on an organic level, what we started seeing just in our own office, you know, was, you know, the conventional, you know, everyone had their own office, large footprint, you know, it, it really, and we were smaller then, we were about a third the size that we are now. And I would—I was the youngest at the time when I came in, and you know that—that that kind of layout seemed to work for some organizations back then. Now, organically, we knew that. Well, wait a second. This—you know—this is not the kind of space that's going to attract talent. So, if we want to grow, we got to have a conversation about you know what is space really about. So, we were living the experience of, huh? Space really matters for growth and productivity, and you know, delivering more to our staff. We mm-hmm. also had a really unique situation in that we've got a the original boardroom from the Georgia Medical Dental Building. So I, I assume you, you're familiar with that, but yes. you know, yeah. Vancouver's first Art Deco Tower. That was my, my grandfather's first purchase as a syndicate. Wow. Um, and he managed to he managed to keep this boardroom. So long story wow. short, in this rundown space down here, prior to the new space, we had this boardroom set up and we were starting to see our tenants in the rest of the office would come to us and ask us if they could use the boardroom because they didn't have that set up. And, you know, it was an ad hoc thing, a meeting here and a meeting there. So organically, you start to see how people use space, ourselves included. That was sort of the first, you know, iteration of us kind of going, wait a second. The second piece was, you know, as, you know, owners and operators of space, you know, 10 years ago, I mean, the the gold standard five, 10-year leases, that, that, those days are gone, yeah. right? They're, they're great for you know the old way and the old landlord tenant relationship, but I think to our you know absolute credit and and those before me and our in our business, we've never operated like that. We've always operated under the a framework that you know our our, our tenants are business partners as much as anybody else is, and mm-hmm. you know those customers, those tenants are are key to our success and and vice versa. So how do we? How do we create that relationship that, you know, we get it. We've had tenants come to us in downturns and have struggles. We've had those conversations where, you know, the best tenant you're ever going to have is, or the best partner you're ever going to have is the one you currently have. So, yeah. so let's work through some of that. And, and so putting that all together, you know, the hospitality piece is really not a, a, it's not a stretch for us in any way, shape or form. It was, it's something we've always been operating within, a, within that framework. And so Anco became us saying, okay, we've, you know, we're going to redevelop the site down here in Cold Harbor. Location is is stupendous. And and really, I mean, it's it's kind of like ground zero for everything that makes Vancouver special for those of us that, you know, just are passionate Vancouver people, right? Um, for sure. It's funny because because Corey, it used to be that, oh, you know, you're off core in Cold Harbor and it's a full five minutes from the downtown core of Vancouver. But now it's, you know, that's being celebrated. Oh, it's a status now. Core. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got yeah. A, I got a scenario for you for you, Drew. If yeah. if I, I'm I'm opening up, let's just say I got a I got a software company. I'm growing out of my addict, and I, I need an office space that's going to represent my brand. What is that going to cost me to to go in there? I have a team of four people. Well, 
so the easy answer to that is, you know, you're, you're probably call it 1500 bucks a month a seat. Okay. Um, but, but Corey, and you know this, cause, cause I know your background, right? The, the brokerage, even the brokerage industry has, has changed to outfits like yours that realize that there's more value driven to clients by understanding your client's needs more than just, Hey, what's, what's my cap rate? What's my return? What's my net? Um, this is about saying, look, really understanding what that software company needs. And, and by that, I mean, you know, maybe they've got four people in their office, but they need a bigger footprint. Yeah. Maybe they've got four people in, and this, and, and maybe, you know, there's a part of this, the COVID thing. Maybe that four person team right now is, you know, leadership is going, well, boy, there's, you know, two of us really don't ever want to come back to the office or yeah. two of us want to come back to the office once or twice a week. How do I facilitate that without overextending on my balance sheet? Yeah. Right. I, I, do I really want a long-term liability in terms of my real estate footprint when really, you know, it's not doing much for me. So where we come in, we say, well, you know, um, our, our terms are flexible. So it's a 12 month uh, membership agreement. You know, we're as much geared for helping our members grow their companies and become successful. And if that means going from four to eight in a year, I mean, you know this, what do you do, right? If you've got a conventional lease and you don't have the space, well, you start throwing a desk here and you start throwing a desk here. And before you know it, your staff turn around to you, Corey, and they're like, well, Corey, you know, this, this isn't exactly the, the best environment. So Anco would allow you to, to come to us and say, hey, you know what? Great news. I'm, my brokerage or my software company is growing. You know, how can I facilitate that at Anco? Mm-hmm. And, and the, the beauty is that, again, because we have so many touch points within the space, yeah. it's not without the, in the realm of possibility to be able to say, okay, you know, sit down with us and either it's a bigger office for that software company or it's, it's coming up with whatever that new hybrid reality looks like, which may be, hey, I, I need to use the bookable meeting rooms more often for when my team does all come into the office. Has COVID changed or did you guys pivot during COVID maybe with the concept at all? Or is there anything that, that maybe you guys learned from it or feel, you mean, very passionate about that, you know, COVID's affected, you mean, our business or this is what it was. And then you know, moving forward, here's how we see things differently. I know you touched on it a little bit earlier, but, but with COVID directly, is there anything that, that changed in the concept or the design of when you guys were looking to create the ANCO concept? You know, there's there's two ways to approach that. One would be simply just the planning aspect. So, yeah, I mean, like all of us, COVID, what hasn't COVID changed, right? Yeah. The, I think that, you know, like everybody else, you know, March hit all of a sudden like a typhoon and, and, and everyone went on pause and, and panicked and nobody knew what was going. But by the time we, you know, sort of collected ourselves, if you will, in terms of what we were doing with ANCO, when we really looked at, okay, what are we offering uh, and how are we offering it? Um, I wish I could say that, you know, there was a crystal ball, but the reality is, you know, we've, we've always had a focus with ANCO on A, hospitality, and B, wellness. So so when you put those two things together and you go, well, pre-COVID, it was, it was a really nice feature to have operable windows, right? Operable windows in an office space, that's, that's a nice to have. Post-COVID, it's kind of a must to have, right? But, but those were already baked into our plans. So things like operable windows, the interconnected stairs, um, lots of natural light, lots of foliage and indoor plantings, you know, and, and if anything, COVID, what it did for us was it really 
it it focused us in on our systems. So the you know low touch environment. How can we you know improve on what we were already doing with respect to the technology piece to make sure that you know Corey and his team there were as, as few touch points as possible in terms of access controls. Yeah. yeah. The balance of it, you know, HVAC. I mean, again, for us, we were already trending that way. So we're, you know, this is a lead building. Um, we're pursuing well certification, which, you know, again, means that, you know, these things have to be addressed in order to attain that certification. But again, if I'm looking at conventional space or, or had we been launching conventional space, I probably would have lost more sleep because I'd be going, geez, how am I ever going to get people back into the old way of offices and, you know, maybe cleaning the common areas once in a while? Um, in this case, it's, you know, we've got a full-time cleaning staff. Uh, we've got a team of IT on board. So, you know, it really is that service space. COVID has just accelerated our need for that, right? And it, as me, the, as, a, as a leader of our team, if I take a step back and go, geez, even our, our, our parent co and our business, I looked around and I said, well, I've got people with, you know, far more impressing matters right now because of, of COVID, whether it be, you know, kids that are in school, you know, uh, elderly parents who, you know, haven't been visited for months on end, let alone, you know, maybe even 16 and, and all these other pressures outside of the office. Yeah. How do I, how do I get them back to the office or how do I create an environment that they might, you know, be able to engage with the office? Cause culture is still key, right? Totally. COVID has kind of messed with, with that whole thing because on the one hand, everyone fleed the downtown core in their offices and, and I don't know about what working from home does or looks like for you, Corey, but you know everyone's got such a different experience that way. And and COVID is just again for Anco, I, you know, it's really battle tested us. Yeah. But again, I I just think yeah, you know what? Before COVID, it was exactly the right time for the offering, and after COVID and during, it's even more so. It's like you had a crystal ball, even though you said you didn't. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Somebody might have, but it wasn't. I know you don't have access to one, but uh, what do you foresee is next for Anco? And like, do you guys see a second location? Yeah, I, I, and now I'm sure my at some point my team might listen to this course. So I got to be careful on this one, but um, you got to make uh, sure everyone sure. listens I mean, to this. You got to force them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they they know this. Yeah, I mean, again, what our history and and the our pig track record supports in this Anco launch is that look, we're here for generations, so this isn't a you know, a one-off, let's try something and, and give it a go for a year. We're committed to, you know, what we're doing at Anco and, and obviously are, you know, full-on drinking the Kool-Aid with respect to how this is going to help, you know, the next generation of work. So, yeah, we, you know, we're throughout the Pacific Northwest right now. You know, we've looked at other sites here and there. I Quite honestly, the five-year plan would see us have, you know, a few more locations in Western Canada. And then beyond that, I, I like I said, I, I'm just I'm just bullish that, you know, this is the right time and this is the right concept. What type of occupancy are you guys anticipating or are you currently at with ANCO in case some of our listeners are, are more intrigued to find out more about what, uh, how they can be a part of it? Yeah, so, so we, I mean, I anticipate that we're going to be full occupancy. You know, our soft launch is in November of this year. Yeah. You know, we've got, of those 18, we've got six spoken for right now. Wow. And quite honestly, yeah, I mean, I, you know what, again, I, I think it's, you know, there are, 
to your point, your example earlier, right? The people who have been living in the or working out of the garage or whatnot, you know, they're they're certainly kicking kicking the tires because it's time to, you know, set up some sort of an office arrangement that isn't, you know, like I said, a five or ten year lease and a, a commitment that feels like an anchor. And yet they still want to represent their brand. And to do that they need the kind of space that that we're offering. So yeah, I, I Again, I eternally optimistic, but I certainly don't, you know, I look downtown, you referenced it earlier. You know, we had nine eleven. Nobody's ever coming back to the office. Yeah. You know, it's gonna it's gonna take some time, but it's also gonna again, it really you look at the Vancouver core and, and most of the product that's coming on stream is already been spoken for. Yeah. So yeah. so it's not like there's gonna be acres and acres a la Calgary of, of, of vacancies that everyone's gonna be, you know, scrambling for. This this is the kind of thing, as far as I'm concerned, that the shift is on as far as space as a service, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, I think it sounds—it almost sounds like resort-style living. And at those prices, I'm almost thinking if you can—if I can convince you to convert one into like a one-bed and den for me, I might just move in. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Thank you so much, Drew. We have we have a, 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 a we call the MLG six pack six light-hearted questions we can ask you as a sort of our guests kind of get a better idea who you are outside of the office. Do you have just a few more minutes for us? I depending on the questions, I do. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So the MLG six pack is brought to you by. Uh, McKinnis Law Group for all your commercial legal needs from commercial closings to commercial leases. You can visit them at mlglaw.ca. All right, Drew, I'm going to let Nate ask you the first one here. That's my favorite. What is your favorite movie? Nobody's going to judge you. Nate, what's my favorite movie? Yeah, favorite movie. My favorite movie. Hmm. And you said nobody's going to judge you. Nobody. That's, that's, Nate, Nate was watching that. My Little Pony this morning, so we're not judging him. So <laughs> Gotta have open mind, man. <laughs> Those days are behind me. Uh, how about how about the Untouchables? Oh, that's good or one. Shawshank Redemption. We had that with Pat. Last yeah, episode. we we had that last episode. Uh, we had a guest, Pat Wood from Victoria on Self Storage, and that was his his movie. Favorite book or a book you'd recommend our listeners? Favorite book for listeners to read of your podcast? Realist. Um, I mean, there's an awful lot, and it depends on the day. But uh, start with why Simon Sinek. That's a good one. That's a good one, yeah. It's a good one or To Kill a Mockingbird. Another good one. Another good one. She haven't taken that one in. That has more than just pictures, Nate, so you might not be able to read that one. I was going to say, yes. If it's <laughs> 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 Drew, what about a favorite vacation spot, destination you'd like to go to? Favorite vacation spot? Uh, come on, that's an easy one. I'm, I'm looking at it right now at my window. BC, let's, yeah. I mean. Oh, you're going to say Annico. Victoria, Pai Gwaii. Come on. Right in our right in our backyard. I thought you were calling us from Maui for a second there. I was like, this is great. No, I think I think no, from a, a pandemic standpoint, you know, we, we can't really argue too much. There's probably not too many places in the world you want to be locked in like we have in BC from all the destinations from Vancouver to Whistler, Cologne and all that stuff. It's just gorgeous. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Favorite band or music group? Duo, singer. This is gonna show some true colors here. Favorite well no, you said favorite band. Uh when I hear band i think like boy, a band that i would go oh i mean spirit of the west at the commodore oh. or up at whistler come oh, on there you go uh but song favorite song i'd say sinner man by nina simone I'll throw it on the drive home got a quote or words you like to live by uh i've got a lot <laughs> <laughs> we've got time <laughs> Let's go with uh, a quote. Uh, geez. Uh, let's go with culture eats strategy for breakfast. 
Oh. Culture eats strategy for breakfast. I haven't heard that one. That's that is a good one. All right. I haven't heard that one. There you go. And what is one one piece of advice you'd maybe give our listeners that are either looking to get into the office market or the commercial real estate market with your guys' background there? What's one piece of advice you would give maybe someone who's novice looking to enter that? For a novice, I would say, I, you know what? I would say identify or, or find somebody who's doing something that that you think turns your crank and find a way to get their attention. And whether it's, you know, volunteering, whether it's, you know, a mentoring situation, but, you know, sort of test drive the experience you want with a, a good mentor or coach. Great advice. For our listeners that want to find out more about you, Drew, and what and Co., where can they go find more information about that? Our website is uh, and-co.ca. And you guys said your, your soft launch is November of this year? You bet. Great. Well, Drew, thank you so much for your time today. We really appreciate it. We know you're busy there. And thank you once again for uh, for joining us today. Hey, I really appreciate it, Corey. All the best. Great. Thanks, Drew. Bye. Take care. Take Bye-bye. Care. There you have it. Our interview with Drew Ratcliffe of Anco, which almost sounds like resort living. It sounds so good. I'm going to the Knox restaurant as soon as the doors open. Well, like I said, I think I think you I mean they're kind of on you know on point with kind of what's happening, and obviously the WeWorks of the world and the Regis of the world. They're almost taking that to like the next level and creating almost I don't want to say like a luxury side of it, but a fully encompassed one stop shop in Vancouver probably needed post pandemic, and it sounds like they're taking it really seriously. Well, definitely. From what I see, it's what business owners struggle with a lot is, you know, they're, they're stuck at home. They need that next step, but they don't want to lock in for a three, four, five year lease. This is the answer. And I think you're going to find, too, that, you I mean, obviously the office market is coming back already. You I mean, I think the longer people work from home, the more excited they are to come back to the office space. And we've seen tenants, you I mean, some tenants have subleased and some tenants have left, obviously. But for the majority of them, they've, they've paid their rent. They've even renewed in some cases. Yep. Some cases, some businesses have expanded during this time. So I think, you know, I mean, that, that there's going to be that marketplace is going to exist for those shorter term type tenants. And it sounds like, you know, based on what they're trying to do and trying to sort of be, you know, a leader in that industry, I think they have a very, very good road ahead of them. Well, you know, culture eats strategy for breakfast. That was great. That's one thing we preach all the time around our office is about just the work environment and the corporate culture that that is uh, it's sort of created amongst all the offices and like, you know, obviously what you're doing out there in New West. So important, so important. And I think so many businesses, if they didn't learn from COVID that, you mean, you have to be able to move on the fly and pivot, Mm -hmm. you'll never learn. Because guys sit there and they draw a straight line on a piece of paper and think that's how it's going to work and every day is different. Great quote. No, I love it. Uh, The guy was dialed in. So, Nate, what's next for you? I know you're out there in the New West office. You guys are killing it as always. What's next on your plate? Uh, We basically just got to satisfy a lot of different clients' needs. Uh, Everybody's looking for the industrial asset class right now with regards to warehousing. They need fence yards. So it's kind of being on top of the ball and and anything that comes up just being first in line. We're sitting here in the middle of a massive heat wave. I know the residential side's probably slowed down a little bit, which is natural. People are out doing other stuff. Have we seen a slowdown at all in the commercial side or are we still full steam ahead? I would say clients are still interested, but a lot of people are on vacation right now, which is a nice little kind of foot off the gas pedal, but yeah. there's still work to be done. Yeah, so, so gear up for fall is what you're saying. Buckle up. And Nate, thank you once again for sitting in. How, how can guests find out more about Nate and what you guys are doing out there in our new West office? Super simple. Send me a quick email, nathan at williamwright.ca, or I got the Instagram page now, armornathan. 
one-stop follow. There you go. And if they want to try to get a hold of me, they can reach me at 604-428-5255 at our Vancouver office, or they're always welcome to reach me at Corey at WilliamWright.ca. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Take care. Subscribe today.